Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Okay, everyone, welcome back to the podcast, episode number 235 with Dr. Jen Harrison. How are you, Jen? I'm doing really well, Dale. Thanks for having me on today. My pleasure. Now, we had a bit of a debacle. This is the second time around we've tried to lock this in. Different time zones, different parts of the world, but we are here now. So, Jen, for our listeners out there, do you want to paint your picture? If you had an elevator pitch, how do you best describe you? Because you have done a lot of things and you're helping so many people. Uh, yeah, well, I'll start uh, with uh, my online business. Um, I'm a, a stress and body mind health expert, uh, certified Canfield success trainer, um, success mindset coach, uh, EFT practitioner, and I help um, heart centered entrepreneurs, uh, professionals, natural health practitioners um, to help to relieve stress and boost brain power. <laughs> and I help them to create um, a success mindset, an empowering success mindset, and also help them to manifest the goals and desired results that they want in both their business and their life because there's no point in having business success if your life is falling apart and your health is terrible and uh, and you know vice versa it's wonderful to have good health but you know if things aren't uh, prospering for you then uh, that doesn't that doesn't work out either well, <laughs> so I, I help people um yeah, yeah, it's really important to integrate it. And I've always taken a, a holistic approach um, to, uh, to the work that I do. So I help people through, yeah, some like online training and through my book and, and uh, different content that I have, uh, have on my website. And then um, I also um, maintain a part-time natural healthcare practice. <laughs> I've been a certified athletic therapist for 33 years and a chiropractor for 23 years. And I work in a multidisciplinary clinic and with some wonderful people. And I've always taken a, a very unique approach um, with my practice because um, I've been studying mind-body medicine for, well, since the late 80s, <laughs> like for over, over 30 years, and studying the impact that stress has um, on our mind and body. Um, uh, I think most people now appreciate that the mind and body are totally interconnected, but uh, like Harvard Medical School uh, in, the, in the United States, they've had a mind body medicine clinic since 1982, but it's taken a really long time for that to filter into mainstream healthcare. And so um, that's been an approach I've taken, you know, in my practice and, and uh, uh, a number of years ago, I realized that I, I've always had a low volume practice because I like to spend quality time with my patients and not just doing, you know, the hands-on manual therapy, um, but also like helping them with stress management strategies. You know, people might come in with neck pain and headache, but I want to know like, what are their stress levels at work? What's happening at home? Because I can treat them till the cows come home, but if they're going through a divorce or they've just lost a loved one, I need to make sure that I can support them the best way that I can, or, you know, refer them to someone who, you know, if they need additional support. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to be able to reach uh, a broader uh, audience. So, uh, so I started a, an online, my online business <laughs> website, and uh, I knew I was going to need one because I was in the process of writing a book because that was another way I wanted to, to try and, and help more people than just the one-on-one -on -one work that I was doing in my practice. And um, uh, yeah, so then I yeah, ended up creating my website and some online courses and, and books and have done, been able to do some speaking engagements uh, just to help people. Um, the, the name of my company is called Stress Self to Best Self. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we were chatting just before uh, we, we came on 
uh, on live here that, uh, you know, you can have all the success strategies and principles in the world, but if you're not managing your stress on a day-to-day basis, it's just, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. So, so true. And, and I think probably more so than ever, you chuck a pandemic in there that um, we already had a mental health crisis before the pandemic. And now we have that. Um, have you found with the work you're doing, the people you, you're dealing with, Jen, that um, stress and anxiety had just gone to another level now? Is, is that something you're seeing? Absolutely. And you're 100% right. Um, people's people have sort of forgotten that everybody was stressed out <laughs> pretty much to the max before the global pandemic. And I've been finding uh, in both um, like the work that I do with clients uh, in terms of the coaching, but also with my, in my practice um, that with the global pandemic over the past year, and I mean, it's still continuing on where I live in the world, our numbers are through the roof. Um, it's been very revealing. So the people who already had good stress management um, practices in place um, still needed to up their game, but they had a good foundation. Others who had been coping and using coping strategies like, you know, zoning out on video games or, you know, binge watching their favorite TV shows or, you know, emotional eating or, you know, whatever. And that's how they were coping with their stress, not managing, but coping with their stress before they have been really, really struggling. And uh, so it just has really, in my mind, really um, magnified how essential it is to um, to be doing having a, a self care practice. And you know, and I tell people this too. You know, you need to look at your self care practice and your including stress management the same way that you would look at brushing your teeth. Like you're not going to go for a week and go, ah, I don't have time to brush my teeth. I don't really feel like brushing my teeth. I, I, I just can't. I just can't work that into my schedule. Like you would not do that. <laughs> Or at least I would hope you would not do that. And so, (laughs) and so that's part of the mindset uh, work and and shifting that I help uh, people do um, is to reframe that so that, um, yeah, that is a part of your day-to-day, you know, practice. And um, so that's, you know, that's really essential. The other thing too, I, I divide it into stress management, but also stress processing in terms of getting down to the root cause of the stress, because a lot of the stress that we experience um, is self-generated to a certain degree uh, based on our belief systems, um, based on our perspective, based on our, our daily habits. And so, and I want to be really clear, stress management in terms of um, like meditation, there's all sorts of different types of meditation that I teach people. Um, there's, uh, you know, journaling, uh, gratitude. I love the work that you do, Dale, in terms of play and encouraging to people to do, you know, play every day. <laughs> um, all those things are so very important. Um, but a lot of times we need to really get down to the root of the, uh, of the issue that's happening. And so, um, you know, an, an example might be um, maybe someone's having some financial concerns because they're an overspender. You know, they've maxed out their credit cards. They've got a line of credit that's been there, you know, forever. And so from a stress management perspective, you know, they could be doing yoga every day. They could be, you know, writing in their gratitude journal. <laughs> they could be exercising. They could be drinking two liters of water a day. And, and again, don't get me wrong. All of those things are essential. Those are really important. Uh, and maybe they even go to a credit counselor, but that's not going to solve the underlying issue in terms of how did they get into that situation in the first place? How did they create that mountain of debt um, that is causing them, you know, so much stress? Well, they're, you know, it's probably stemmed from childhood, like maybe, you know, their, their parents were big spenders, (laughs) and that's just how they lived their life. Or maybe it was the opposite, you know, maybe they, um, 
uh, grew up with not enough money and, you know, maybe, um, you know, uh, you know, when they were eight years old and they wanted a, a certain toy, you know, they were told, no, you can't have it because we can't afford it. And so eight-year-old them, you know, unconsciously made the decision, you know what, when I grow up, I'm going to buy any toy I want, <laughs> you know, so, um, and so there's different tools like uh, EFT, um, emotional freedom techniques is just a wonderful tool for, um, for dealing with that. And there's other strategies that you can work at too. But I find that the stress processing part um, often gets missed because it takes work. It takes self-reflection. It takes some time. Um, and so some people are more content to just like skip over that. <laughs> and, but, um, uh, but really a lot of it is our, our perspective and uh, our approach to life that, uh, that generates uh, some, of the, some of the stress. Yeah. And, and like you said, I think all those daily routines and practices are so important, Jen, but I feel a lot of time that people don't want to do the work. So it's hard work and it's, it isn't fun. Um, I think when I was with my psychologist, it was like, you're starting on one side of a river. You have to walk through the river to get to the other side and it gets really deep and really hard. Do you find that, you know, a lot of people go, Oh, just keep meditating. I'll keep doing my gratitude journal because that's an easier solution. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing that I find people will often do, um, it's called an emotional bypass. Sometimes people call it a spiritual bypass. They'll be going through a difficult time, but it just, they'll skip over it and they'll go, oh, I'm just going to go to gratitude. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's important. And again, don't get me wrong. All of that is really, really important. But yeah, you, you have to do the work. And um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, he always says, you know, it's not enough to know, you need to know how. And so nowadays, like there are so many wonderful tools out there um, that can make it easier. And that's one of the reasons I really love EFT uh, and tapping is that you could process um, like little T trauma, but also big T trauma within a relatively short period of time. I mean, there's research that's been showing it uh, to be helpful in um, helping war veterans um, literally release PTSD that they've been experiencing for decades to the point where they no longer met the PTSD criteria. Um, and so, you know, when you have powerful tools like that, that you can learn to use as a self-care tool as well, which is another aspect that I really love about it. But then you can also work, you know, with a coach or with a psychologist um, to, yeah, to work through that stuff. But you're right, um, Dale, it takes commitment. It takes some work and you have to be uh, persistent and it's not pretty <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> uh, but, but the rewards are just so, you know, amazing. Uh, yeah. and, and the other thing too, is that I, I remember Oh, probably about 10, 15 years ago, I sort of had it in my head. Um, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, when I get to a certain, you know, uh, stage in my life or a certain age, it'd be like, oh, it'll be so much easier because I'll have it all figured out. <laughs> silly, <laughs> yeah, silly me. It's like, I've got all these tools, you know, because I've been still like I've been setting tools and, and, and using them, you know, in my life um, for a really long time. And then uh, but it's just that, you know, the challenges keep coming, keep coming. And and so, you know, I, I had an epiphany a number of years ago and I share this with my patients. Um, and I, so I'll say, you know, like once you've learned grade four math, there's no point in repeating grade four math. You need to be challenged. So then, so then you have the challenges of grade five math, you know, and you just keep working along and working along. Cause I just, I, you know, I, um, from a, you know, personal spiritual perspective, I think believe that's why we're here, you know, is to learn and grow and, 
and uh, and to develop and and uh, you know uh, fulfill our potential and and so there's no point in just staying <laughs> stay low level uh, you know there's going to be challenges and and so you know and if you look at it like the challenges that um, that you have now like that you had five years ago if you've cleared that out you don't have those aren't challenges for you anymore yeah. right and and sometimes we forget that but you kind of go oh yeah you know if if such and such happened or if so-and-so said something like that to me five years ago I would have just been in a snit and I would have you know been upset for you know gotten uh, gotten a lot of mileage out of it <laughs> um and but you know if you really work through that then that type of stuff doesn't pop up for you anymore yeah and I but but then on the other <clears throat> sorry on the other hand if you don't deal with it things will keep popping up Jen and and you keep getting the same issues, but then you keep building on top of that and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And, and that's when, you know, breakouts happen and, and really bad things, isn't it? Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. The same problem will be coming up, but it'll be, you know, in a different pair of pants or wearing a different skirt or, <laughs> you know, but if you looked at the fundamental um, issue, uh, uh, you know, if you break it down, it'll be like, oh, yeah, that's the same issue that keeps popping up and popping up because I'm not, uh, I'm not dealing with it, whether it be, you know, a family of origin issue, whether it be, you know, past trauma, a wound that needs to be healed, um, you know, whatever it may happen to be. You're right. Um, and I was, you know, it's sort of like we get that little, like when there's, when there's something that we, that we need to, to deal with, we, that we need to process, it's like we'll get a little whisper or a little nudge that's just like, you need to deal with this. And then if you push it away, then it gets to be like the voice gets to be a little bit louder and louder. And then finally, you know, I call it the cosmic shove. <laughs> that uh, if you don't deal with it yeah exactly it'll come up and 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 it'll manifest in different ways and it could manifest seemingly in your external world in terms of you know a series of failed friendships or relationships or you know failed businesses or failed you know uh, work opportunities um, or it may manifest physically in your health uh, in a whole bunch of different ways and um uh, so, uh, it's, yeah, it's really, it's, it's essential. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, we, uh... it is. Yeah. And, and to go back again to tapping. So I've had, I think three or four people on the podcast over the years now that, um, rave about tapping and everything about it. it and, and the research and evidence backs everything up that, you know, yourself saying, Jen, why do you think not more people are using it? Like, and, and you know, the, the results are there, like you were saying with PSD and just any sort of trauma, it works. But why isn't it more mainstream? Um, that's an excellent question. Um, I think there things always have to reach a critical mass <laughs> before uh, things shift. And uh, I know you had uh, Dr. Dawson Church on a few weeks ago. I'm a huge fan of his. His work is amazing and his books and, and the research. Uh, you know, he's just he's been a real um, uh, leader in, uh, in the research with that. Uh, and then uh, Nick and Jessica Ortner and Alex Ortner with the Tapping Solution in the United States. Um, they have a World Tapping Summit uh, every year that's free. Uh, and they get like 500,000 people <laughs> uh, on there. So they've done a lot to, to spread that. And, and Jack Canfield, who I did my training with, he wrote a book with Pamela Bruner, who's an EFT expert. Uh, I think it was back in 2012. Um, and so that's helped too. But um, 
Yeah, I think I think there's a. I know that um, at a professional level, like at a healthcare level, um, it took Dawson Church and Dr. David Feinstein and a number of people like ten years, even with the research results, um, to get that work in uh, like the veterans hospitals in the United States and and getting that used. So, um, you know, we often think of the scientific community and healthcare community as being like leading edge. You know, always wanting to you know get onto the the latest um, you know tools and techniques that are, are proven to be effective. But, you know, they're human beings too. <laughs> and they have their mindsets. And there's, you know, there can be um, a culture of resistance uh, to change. And there's a lot of different factors in there. So I think, you know, when, when powerful changes happen, it often happens from a grassroots level. And so it's conversations like you and I are having right now, um, or you know the conversation that you had with Dawson and and your listeners, and they're going, oh, I wonder what EFT is, and so they you know start looking up information, and um, and I think the other thing too with EFT, and it's like with any any tool, you know, the same with meditation too, um, is that it can be powerful. But if you're only using it as a self-care tool, there's, you, you, you may reach a time and a place where you need to work with a coach or you need to work with a psychologist to really clear out uh, you know, some of the, the deeper underlying uh, belief systems or, or trauma that needs, to be, uh, that needs to be healed. So I just think the more people talk about it, the more you talk about it, the more I talk about it, <laughs> um, yep. then it just you know, gets the word out there. And, and people have, um, you know, and people have yeah, amazing results. And so then they want to tell their friends and, and, uh, and spread the word that way. Yeah, very true. And and I think that is a beauty, the beauty of the world we live in at the moment, that information is so easy that you can have a conversation with someone across the world in a podcast and you can do it anywhere. And I think that is great. And the more people that share that, share their knowledge, their wisdom and their passion, they're going to get it out. So Jen, success mindset, people always want to have a better mindset. They want to reach more success in their life. What are some, I know there's no quick fire thing, but if people like one or two little tips they may be able to take away from today to start actioning to obviously improve their mindset. What what might what do you recommend? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'll put you so, on the spot so, there, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, so many things. I mean, I could talk with you for probably hours about this, but um, I, I think that, uh, I think it's important, first of all, to kind of get clear on what your definition of success is, because there is no specific definition. Um, I, years and years ago, when I was at university, I just happened to come across this quote by Robert Louis Stevenson that to me really embodies six, what, it, what success is. And the quote is, to be who we are, and to become what we are capable of becoming is the only end in life. And Ooh. I love that because to be where we are or to be who we are, that's, that's a key success principle that, that I teach and is really important that often gets over, that often gets missed is just taking the, the time to be in the present, in the moment and appreciation, appreciate who we are, where we are and what we are in this moment. And we often don't give ourselves enough credit. I know it's, I've been guilty of, um, you know, achieving one goal and boom, onto the next, onto the next, and just not stopping to, to say, you know what, Jen, <laughs> you did a good job today. <laughs> or, you Yourself know, good on the for back. you. Yeah, yeah. And developing that, uh, that self-appreciation. 
And then I think the other thing too is, yeah, just developing your gifts and developing your potential, because when you do that, and when you're really, you know, living out your life purpose, um, then you can help and serve so many people in so many ways. And, and maybe it's only, you know, serving like your immediate family, that's success. Maybe it's serving your community. Maybe it's, you know, having an international best-selling book and, you know, <laughs> serving, you know, millions of people around the world, you know, uh, it could be, you know, having a, a wonderfully successful podcast. It could be any different different things. So, um, so I think it's, it's important to get, you know, that uh, kind of get clear on that because there's lots of, um, you know, lots of people think success is all about the money or all about the, you know, how many followers you have on Facebook or on social media or, you know, those types of things. So there's a lot of distorted views on, on success. So I think just kind of getting clear um, for that. Um, and I think it's also important to look at all the different areas of your life. Like, when I'm working with people, I get them to look at like seven or eight different areas. So, you know, looking at, um, uh, at health, um, at, uh, and I, I, um, uh, at health, I, I divided into health and fitness <laughs> because you could be um, healthy, but be a couch potato, <laughs> um, or you could be working out all the time, but you know, maybe not getting enough sleep or, you know, whatever. So um, dividing it into that way, looking at relationships, um, looking at uh, your recreation time, your fun time, you know, what's, you know, what are your goals around that, that you want to achieve on a daily basis, weekly basis, or, you know, what's on your, on your bucket list, um, you know, financially, um, professionally, uh, you know, personal development, um, you know, travel and, and around legacy, like, what do you want to leave for your family or for your community, uh, you know, when you're gone or, and how do you want to, you know, contribute to your community or through charities at this, at that time. So I think taking a really holistic look uh, in terms of what you want to achieve uh, is important. And then the other thing, uh, uh, the last few years I've been, I've been picking a word um, as a theme for my, my year. <laughs> So my theme for this year was actually less is more Ooh, nice. <laughs> because 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 what I tend to do is I tend to have several um, big goals and try to achieve them all at the same time, which as you and I and everybody knows, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not the way to do it. And so um, yeah, so I've, and I mean I constantly have to rein myself in. But um, if you can just like be clear in your goals in all the different areas, but maybe just give yourself permission to like you know what this month I'm going to really work on my fitness. And so whether that be walking around the block, whether that doing being doing some cross training at home um, and, you know, and right now where I live, um, people can't go to the gym <laughs> uh, to work because of a workout because of COVID. Um, I love to go hiking in the mountains. I've just a uh, friend got me into that last summer. So that's been amazing. Um, so, yeah, so maybe you just want to focus on that or maybe there's, you know, one key part of your business that you want to focus on. Maybe it's marketing, um, you know, and like whatever it may happen to be. So if you could just really just focus, oh my gosh, within a short period of time, you can really accomplish a lot. And it's less stressful that way. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, it's less stressful that way. And I think um, uh, the, uh, the other thing too, that's really, it's really foundational for every human on the planet is to develop a level of self-appreciation and self-love and self-confidence because, and I think it's important for people to realize that every single person on the planet, whether it be your favorite actor, actress, um, you know, Olympic athlete, <laughs> uh, you know, leaders in the self-development world, you know, Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, or Oprah, or, yeah, you know, whoever it may happen to be, every single person has that negative self-talk going on in their head. Every single person has limiting belief systems that keep popping up when they go to take themselves to the next level. 
that's just part of being a human being <laughs> on planet earth. But if you can cultivate um, uh, daily habits really of, uh, of, of building this self-appreciation, um, I know one uh, technique that I do and that, that I share um, with people, uh, and it may sound kind of hokey, but it's so effective, um, is to do mirror work. So actually talk to yourself in the mirror. And it's interesting, research actually shows that when you talk to yourself in the third person, like when you say, you know, Jen, you did a good job today, as opposed to saying I did a good job today, um, it's actually more effective. And they found that in athletes, they found that in, in different forms of performance so it sounds kind of wackadoodle and you go okay <laughs> this is a little <laughs> bit too far out there there's actually research that that supports this and so just making a daily habit of that and, and you know keeping a success journal recording your wins of the day and the win of the day might just be you know what I got out of bed today <laughs> or it might be yeah you know what I walked around the block today um you know it's yeah you didn't run 5k like that's totally fine you walked around the block today so that might be your win um, or there might be, you know, several wins that you had in, in one day. So um, I would say that that's a really, that's a real foundational uh, piece as well. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more, but the big thing with that, Jenny, is that I did, I did a huge keynote on Friday. Uh, There's about 140 people in the room and they were all, they could easily praise everyone else in the room or say nice things about everyone else. But when you instantly throw it back and I always do this at the end. Now, what do you love about yourself? What are you good at? People shut off. They they really struggle with this. Now, I, I think we need to talk about it more because it is so important. But why do people resist and struggle so much when talking about themselves, what they love about themselves? Because it needs to happen more, doesn't it? Absolutely. And um, again, I think it stems back to childhood because it was like, don't brag because that's not polite. Um, don't boast because that's not polite. Um, don't talk about your accomplishments because that's going to make your little brother, your sister, or your friend or, you know, your neighbor feel badly about themselves. And so those are all considered to be really negative things. So there was never um, so... Um, yeah, so I think it's just, that's a, a belief system, I think that's ingrained yeah. in us, um, right from the get go. And so, uh, and and it is important, because there, I mean, there are some people who are very boastful, but they're not coming from, uh, from a healthy place, like they're not coming from a true, uh, true healthy place or a place of wholeness, uh, when they're having to tell everybody, you know, about all their accomplishments and, and, you know, everything that they've done. But I think, yeah, foundationally, it's just there's, and, and people don't even have a conscious awareness of that, as to why they feel, um, you know, so uncomfortable uh, around that. And so that's why, yeah, there's, you know, like Jack Canfield, that's a key part uh, of the work that he does uh, in teaching people and, and certainly as a success trainer, like that's a key thing. Uh, and I've had to learn for myself too, you know, we're our own worst critics, right? <laughs> 100%. And so, yeah, and it's like anything, it needs to be um, a daily practice. And yes, it is going to feel uncomfortable at first. Um, but it's but you know, the more you do it, and the more consistent you are with it, um, then the you know, the better it gets, the better it gets. And using tools like EFT, <laughs> and other tools um, can uh, can help with that, uh, as well. And I think just, you know, appreciating that, um, uh, that that every human being struggles with it. Like people don't usually talk about it. Like um, I always find it. Um, uh, I well, I'm hoping that they're 
um, I shouldn't say that. Uh, I'm concerned about there being Olympics this summer, but normally I really love the Olympics. <laughs> um, and because I, and, and I love I love the interviews and the background stories um, to hear the struggles that people have uh, have undergone. So I think it's always easier when you know that you're not the only one who's struggling with trying to appreciate themselves. That literally. Um, you know, whether it's Tony Robbins or, as I said, whether it's Oprah or whether it's an Olympic uh, gold athlete, you know, Olympic uh, gold medal athlete. Um, yeah, everybody struggles with that. But it's a um, uh, it's something that needs to be worked on on every day. Uh, something yeah. else I wanted to comment on, too, because um, I know in your work, you know, you really encourage people to, to carve out time, whether it be 10 minutes or whatever it is, to have fun, to do something that you love, that you're in the moment, that, uh, you know, brings joy <laughs> uh, to your life. And um, I find with the with the stress management, I actually encourage people to do something, a little something like once an hour throughout their day to manage their stress throughout the day. And um so uh, I teach a lot of people just like a breathing meditation and you can just literally take 10 deep breaths in and out. You can use a mantra like I breathe in relaxation. I breathe out tension. Um, and I always joke with people because they say you're going to be breathing anyway. <laughs> so you may as well use it to your advantage. <laughs> so <true>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it's something you can you can do, you know, you can do when you're sitting at a red light in your car. You can do when you're you know at, uh, at your workstation. And that way, instead of the stress building, 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 building throughout the day and then you know your stress level is up high and you have to get it down so that you at least get a decent night's sleep that way you're mitigating it and so you're kind of modulating the the stress throughout the day and um and i think tying in to what we had talked about you know in terms of having like a daily self-care practice um i i do these little um uh, uh video uh videos called your best self minute and so i did one a, a few months ago um called you know are you in your schedule <laughs> so we tend to put everybody else in the schedule you know clients scheduling for podcasts <laughs> interviews yes. you know all sorts of different things um but uh i teach people and i've had to learn this skill myself is to put yourself in your own schedule so it's non-negotiable so that might be from you know 7.30 till eight in the morning or, you know, whatever time of day it may happen to be for you, that's non-negotiable. And so if somebody says, oh, you know, can you help me with such and such? It'll be like, sorry, I already have something scheduled then. And that's, yeah. and that, that's a learned skill <laughs> It is, yeah. uh, as, as well, but it's also a mindset shift to, because if, if we don't take care of ourselves then we can't take care of anybody else. So true. And it, it's really funny. We talk about this, like, when you say it, it sounds very simple. It sounds like, of course, I should be taking time for myself and not stretching myself so thin and giving myself to everyone else or prioritizing their needs over mine. But it's like self-appreciation. We struggle with it and we struggle with, oh no, I, I can do that another time. I don't need that time for myself. I don't need to do something fun. I can give my energy to someone else. Um, it is crucial, isn't it? To really block out time for you and only you. Yes, absolutely. And I'm all about making things simple and functional for people because otherwise it won't happen. You know, if you say to someone, you know, you really should carve out, um, you know, an hour to day to meditate. Well, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but if you, um, you know, I teach people to do a walking meditation that you could do at the grocery store or, you know, I'll do a walking meditation just, you know, when I park my car and uh, I'm walking to the clinic where I work, you know, obviously I'm mindful <laughs> of my environment of other, you know, cars and whatnot. <laughs> but I mean, you know, and even if, even if you only have time to do a 10 minute walk in the morning, 
you can turn that into a, a walking meditation where you're saying, you know, a gratitude one, like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you with each step. So it really just starts with baby steps. And it's just about making it easy, making it achievable. Um, so you're not setting yourself up for failure. Because I think um, another limiting mindset that I come across and, and a lot of people have is like, you know, go big or go home. It's got to be all or nothing. But it can just be something little. It could literally be yeah, like that five minute walk, or it could be just sitting down and taking 10 deep breaths in and out. And so it doesn't have to be something huge, it can be something small. And then once that gains momentum and gains traction, then it makes it easier to, uh, to expand. Yeah. And, and like what you're just saying there, it's like at the start of the year, we all do a new year's resolution for the whole year. It's ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Like you just said there, have a goal for each day, achieve that. Because if you have a goal for the whole year, it's not going to work. Whereas each day, if you have a small thing to achieve and be proud of it, it doesn't have to be an outrageous thing. Like you said, 10 deep breaths in and out each day. If you can do that, that's an amazing thing to do or a five minute walk. You know, but a lot of people say, no, I need to do an hour gym session every day. I need to lose this amount of weight by the end of the year. It's not achievable, is it? No, and it's funny. I, I had a conversation with one of my patients recently about this. Um, she, uh, she and her husband had started a, a new fitness program and they were doing really well, but then they were planning uh, to go um, just uh, just to the mountains, you know, for, for a weekend. And so she was saying to me, yeah, she says like, it's going to disrupt my, um, you know, my workouts, but you know, like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll start again on Monday. And I said to her, I said, well, you know, are you and your husband going to be going for some walks and some hikes in the mountains? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, it was just, uh, it, we were able to uncover this all or nothing mindset that she had. And so she had it that, yeah, she was like breaking hers, you know, breaking the momentum that she had with this new workout program. And so, but it was just a matter of shifting and going, yeah, like if, you know, if you and your husband go for like a 5k hike, that totally counts. There's a lot of steps in there and you're, you know, going, you know, up, up a mountain or, you know, even if you're just walking, you know, without an elevation, yeah, that still counts as exercise. So it's, it's, that, uh, uh, yeah. it's really that mindset, isn't it? That the, you know, it's all that perceived value that they don't, realize what they're doing because it's not normally what they do but they're probably getting more benefits from it because it's something different they're out in nature and they're doing it together with their partner it's really funny i i really struggle with that that just because you're not in a gym doesn't mean it's not a workout do you know what i mean you can do so many different things jen and people just need to realize that um and if you don't have the gym or the exercise equipment you can still get those benefits you know and it's probably something you really need so people are listening jen online courses, programs, books, you've got it all. Where can we find you? And do you want to explain a little bit about this, please? Sure. Um, yeah. So my website is drjenniferharrison.com. So it's just drjenniferharrison.com. And uh, yeah, so they can uh, come and find me there. Um, and uh, as I, if we talked a little bit, there's some like online courses that I've designed to help people go from their stress self to best self. Um, uh, and uh, uh, as I said, I do I do a little bit of limited one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching uh, with people uh, into my schedule. And, um, and I have my book as well, Stress Self to Best Self, a body, mind, spirit guide to um, creating a happier and healthier you. And I have a ton of free content as well uh, on my website. I've got some EFT tapping meditations that I've created. Um, I have some um, guided meditations uh, that people can access for free. Um, I have a free membership uh, website um, so people can join and have access to like over 160 articles 
articles um, from things on body, mind, health, to um, money mindset, to relationships, to all sorts of different things. So um, I just want to yeah, help people in, in different ways and in, in the way that they're ready uh, to be helped in wherever they are in their journey. Oh, Love that, Jen. And, and guys listening, this is episode number 235, I'll have links to Jen's website. So you can go and click there, check it out. And, um, you know, fantastic resources. Give them a go. They are free. Um, and do you know what I mean? You, you can't really go wrong. So, Jen, before we wrap up today, I think uh, 2020, and I know we thought 2020 would be over and 2021 <laughs> would be a bit different, but it's not. Um, and it doesn't matter where you're around the world. I think we've all been affected in some way. Um, what was the biggest thing you learned personally about yourself in 2020? Um, that I needed to, uh, that I needed to, um, to up my game with my self-care. And so I was already, I already had a self-care practice in place. Uh, and just because I'm a stress and body mind health expert, I'm a human being, I'm not immune <laughs> to any right. of the stress that was going on. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the clinic where I worked, like, you know, we were in lockdown for, you know, for almost eight weeks, uh, you know, didn't know if it was going to be opening up again. You know, it's a key part of my livelihood. <laughs> You know, I mean, there was like a ton of unknowns. Um, uh, most of my family lives a couple of, you know, 1400 kilometers away. I haven't been able to see my family since October of 2019. Um, you know, I've got some nieces and nephews and I have a couple of great nieces and nephews that I haven't even been able to meet yet, <laughs> you know, have been born since the last time I was home. So um, what I needed to do was really uh, commit and take my self-care practice to, uh, to another level and just to honor that and um, to to not be hard on myself um, going, Oh, jeepers, Jen, you know, you should have, you know, added this to your website or you should have done this marketing or, you know, and, uh, and it's like, you know what, I have energy reserves <laughs> uh, like we all do and uh, not all days are created equally. And so yeah. just being, just honoring that. So, so definitely using all my tools uh, and, uh, and revisiting some tools I hadn't used for a while. Um, and then just, uh, yeah, just kept cutting myself some slack and just honoring right. that not all days are created equally and, and, doing the best that I can uh, to take care of myself that's so that, that I can help other people. And I think it's very refreshing to hear that from, do you know what I mean? Somebody that is in your space that you, you're not vaccinated for against stress or self-management or self-appreciation. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That we are all human beings and we have to work on it. And that's pretty simple, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Why don't you have a vaccine? Uh... Can you give us a vaccine, Jim? We need, we need a vaccine so we don't stress. <laughs> You'd be very well, rich if you could create one. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I would say, I, you know, I've got lots of resources uh, that I can help people with, but I would encourage people to be listening to your podcast too, Dale, because you're <laughs> oh, so, thanks, uh, you know, you're, you're living out your life purpose and, uh, you know, helping to serve people in so many ways. And uh, yeah, just, uh, it's just, it's wonderful talking with you. I feel uplifted. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Well, I, I know people listening today, I think uh, you've given them a number of different ways that they can deal with it. But I think more, more so than anything that people do need to hear that it doesn't matter what your profession is, what you've studied your whole life, what you practice, that you still need to work on yourself. And I think for me, that's one of the biggest things I'm learning that people will see what I'm doing and think, oh, you must be energetic and happy all the time. Well, no, I'm not. And it's the same with you, Jen, that no, we don't always look after ourselves because that's not how we are, but we need to prioritize it. And that's plain and simple. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and, it's, and it's about keeping it simple too, uh, in terms of the, in terms of the self-care, but uh, yeah, no one's immune. And, uh, and, you know, once you've committed to, to a personal and self-development journey, uh, like we talked about before, there's always going to be challenges and, you know, you're a 
we're human beings on planet earth. There's going to be challenges. Uh, nobody thought it was going to be this challenging, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but you know, Ooh. even, even it was actually kind of funny. Um, uh, back in, in May, last May, when we, uh, when the clinic reopened and we had to, you know, wear masks and gloves and all those sorts of things, I had said to one of my colleagues, I said, yeah, I said, you know what, I think we're going to be wearing this for a long time, like probably for about a year. And then just before Christmas, he said, you know, Jen, he said, when you said that back in May, he says, I thought you were just being a Debbie Downer, but he says, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, you know, so even, even the mindset, like a lot of people were thinking, oh, good, you know, 2020 is in the rearview mirror, we're on to 2021, but it's going to be a long time, Dale. And so I yeah. think, and not to look at it from a pessimistic or, you know, negative perspective, but if you can shift your mindset and go, yeah, you know what? there's going to be restrictions. Like I may not be able to see my family for a few more months and, and who knows it might not be till next year, but thank goodness for FaceTime and zoom and, and all those things. Um, and thank goodness for, you know, the technology that we have that we can communicate with people halfway around the world. Um, uh, so I think if you can just like kind of shift your mindset and go, yeah, you know, we're going to be in this for a little bit longer. We just need to hang in there and use the self-care tools that we have and uh, do you know something every day to, uh, to have fun and to, to lift our spirits. Yeah. And, and so true. And at the end of the day, if you want to make it a good day, you can, you have the power and it, it, there's no one else that's going to do it for you. It is on you. Um, and it takes work. You need to have that self-care. You need to do things for yourself. Um, and at the end of the day, you can make each day, whatever you want. And yes, we're all struggling. It's not ideal. We didn't think we'd be here, but that's reality. And that's where we are. So Jen, thank you so much for your time today. And um, for listeners out there, Jen's been so accommodating for um, a few schedule changes that I've had to make. So Jen, thank you for sharing everything, the wisdom, your passion, um, and for being so flexible with your time today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Dale. Thanks so much for having me.